all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. In about 60 seconds, we'll be adding in all of our other family uh, on uh, Instagram. But for you, come on in. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Prayer is going to be powerful. It is seven o'clock. So we're going to go ahead and add in uh, our Instagram family on both uh-oh, on both the, the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Instagram pages. Everybody's coming in together. Come on in, guys. Let's gather tonight. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. As you know, prayer is going to be powerful because prayer is always, prayer is always powerful, right? So come on in, like it, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Listen, I'm fired up as I always am for prayer uh, because I know the intense and the um, significant power. What's going on, sir? that prayer has. And uh, and I just know it's going to be an awesome time as it always is tonight. All right. So come on in. Uh, can I get you to release this word? Shalom. Shalom is a Hebrew word that means peace. Uh, and it means, but it means more than peace uh, because peace sometimes is a, what's happening, sir? Peace is sometimes a very misunderstood concept. The Bible says that God gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. It does not say, hear me clearly, it does not say that what we deal with is necessarily going to be peaceful. And for some of you, you got to hear this concept of shalom, is that shalom says there is nothing missing, there is nothing broken, there is nothing lacking, all is well. Even meaning if what I'm doing with is absolutely crazy, it does mean that nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, and all is well. Even if what I'm facing makes me want to snap, cracker, and pop. Can I get a witness on here tonight where you've ever had to face some stuff that has made you want to snap, crackle, and pop, uh, but you didn't. Why? He keeps me in perfect peace. He keeps me in perfect shalom. Well, there's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. There's nothing lacking in all as well. So tonight, as we start prayer, I want you to release that word again. If you haven't already typed it, type that on the screen. Shalom. Uh, listen, some of you, you got to hear me, especially when you are the new thing and you are the new that God is doing something through. And whenever you are the new, I need you to hear me. You are always going to face new obstacles, things that you haven't quite seen before, things you haven't dealt with before. And I need you to know that despite that, nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, all is well. Come on, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we honor you, sir. We bless you. That we are shalom. Come on, I'm going to keep saying it. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. And all is well. We give you the glory tonight because you are faithful. We give you the glory tonight. 
because you're consistent. We give you the glory tonight because you are reliable. We give you the glory tonight because you are the God that we put our hope in. You're the God we put our trust in. You're the God we put our faith in. You are our God. You are king. You're our master. You are the God that we know heals us. You are the God that fights for us. You're the God that opens doors no man can shut. You're the God that shuts doors can't nobody open. You're the God that is a God of punctuation. That means you put periods in our life where there need to be periods. You open up things uh, using a comma where it is a continuation. You are the God of punctuation. Come on, y'all, let's pray. So we let you know that you are our God tonight. Lord, we ask that you would have your way tonight, even while we are praying. We realize that prayer is a privilege. Prayer is something we get to do. Prayer is not something we have to do. We get to do this tonight. We get to pray. We get to boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need. So that's what we do tonight. We obtain mercy in our time of need. We obtain grace. Mercy is when you block the negative that we do deserve from coming to us. And grace is when you give us good that we do not deserve. You're the God of both of them. I need you to type both of them on the screen. You're the God that gives us grace. You're the God that gives us mercy. You're the God that gives us mercy. You're the God that gives us grace. So tonight we expect that you're going to speak to us through prayer. God, prayer is a monologue, or excuse me, it's a dialogue, not a monologue. It's not just us speaking and saying in Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is where you respond. You speak back to us. And tonight we expect you to speak back to us. We expect for you to respond to us tonight. So God, we open up our spirit to hear your response. We open up, Father, even the realm of our soul, our mind, our thoughts, our will, and our emotions to hear your response tonight in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray that you would direct our tongue, that we would know what to pray for, that you would direct our words, that we would know what to say and how to operate and how to move. In Jesus' name, prayer is how we adjudicate in the spirit. That means this is how we get things done through the legal realms and channels of the spirit. Your word says that we shall decree a thing and watch it be established. That's that's a legal term. Your word says that we shall call things that be not as though they were. That is a legal term. So tonight, in Jesus' name, while we're gathered on all of these different digital mediums tonight, across America, around the world, and even on replay, we expect you to move in prayer. We expect you to speak in prayer. We ask for forgiveness, God, for all of our sin, those that we've committed knowingly and unknowingly. We ask God for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus for our iniquity. That's our generational sin, the stuff that we pass down. We ask for forgiveness, God, for our uh, transgression. That's the stuff that we willfully deviated. We knew we shouldn't have did it, but we did it anyhow. We ask for forgiveness for that. And finally, in Jesus' name, we ask for forgiveness for sin. That's where we've made mistakes. That means we mistook something. We looked at it the wrong way, so we handled it the wrong way. Forgive us for that. Forgive us for every ounce of immaturity. Come on, y'all. We only six minutes in, but we're going in tonight. We ask that you forgive us for every ounce of immaturity. For every place in us where we behaved at a level that was beneath us. For every time that we behaved at a level that was a substandard to that which you've called for us to do and you've called for us to be. Father, we declare that you are the God that grows us up. Your word says in Genesis 12 that you would make our name great. And great there means that you're the God that grows us up. You're the God that matures us. We declare that we are not just aging. 
but we are maturing. Type I'm maturing on the screen. We are those that mature. That means we are like a fine wine, baby. We get better over time. If you see me tomorrow, I'll be better than I was today. If we see ourselves on Wednesday, we'll be better than we were on Tuesday. If we see ourselves on Thursday, we'll be better than we were on Wednesday. If we see ourselves on Friday, we'll be better than we were on Thursday. And we give you the glory for that right now in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody to just type amen on the screen? So listen, guys, we gather together every Monday night for one hour and uh, and we pray. And so we pray on a variety of, there's three cameras, actually four. There's three cameras that are in front of me right now because we've got the Harvest Church and Bishop Foreman Instagram, Harvest Church and Bishop Foreman YouTube, Harvest Church and Bishop Foreman Facebook, Bishop Foreman Periscope page. So we are praying on a multitude of platforms as we always do. It's amazing because we even put prayer on a podcast. And so there are many people that are podcasters. They want to hear it. I'm visual. I like to see it. But there's many people that are audio are auditory, and so they like to hear it. And uh, and so prayers, even on a podcast, can we give God glory over? I think now it's over sixty eight thousand downloads of our podcast. And we celebrate and give God glory for that. How amazing is that, right? To God be all of the glory for that. We gather together what for one hour every Monday night. 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock uh, Mountain Standard Time. That's 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. That's 6 to 7 uh, speci uh, specific <laughs> Pacific Time. And then uh, that is 7. No, no, no. No, no, no. What is it? 8 to 9 Central Time. All right. So listen, if this is your very first time, do me this favor. Oh, and don't let me forget. We are also, in case you guys didn't know, prayer also goes to the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. There are, are thousands that listen to prayer on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. And uh, and it replays a couple of different times throughout the week. And uh, much love to Bernadette. If you don't have the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, if you don't have their app, you can go get it. They play great music, and uh, and they have been uh, they have just been so awesome uh, in uh, an awesome partner in expanding the gospel, reaching more people, and uh, and actually that was the way that uh, Dr. Ernest Pugh and I connected, and uh, and we love and appreciate him. All right, so uh, we welcome our uncommon gospel radio network family too. Isn't this amazing? All of this around prayer. Can I get you to just type this word on the screen? Prayer hat or this phrase rather. Prayer has power. Come on, say it. Say prayer has power. Uh, prayer is the one of the most powerful tools that you and I have because it literally gives us the ability to, to connect directly with God. Anybody remember those old uh, Nextel phones? Anybody remember Nextel phones? Some of y'all probably still got them. The Nextel phone, we used to have to direct connect. You click the button on the sign and go, Ta -da! and then it directly connect with somebody. That's what prayer does. Prayer says I get to go above the head of whoever's my hater. I get to go around whoever's an agitator. Come on here. I get to go past anything that's causing me problems and we get to go directly to God. And I challenge you to make this one hour for most of you. This one hour is going to be the most time that you pray all week. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying let's make it count. Like, let's go in. Like, tell everybody, look, don't bother me on Monday night because for Monday night, for this one hour, I'm going in and I am bombarding heaven with a bunch of other people that are praying, expecting to see results in our lives. And this is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. This is about our character. This is about who we are. You cannot pray effectively and then not change how you act. Come on. You cannot pray effectively 
It did not change how you talk. You cannot pray effectively. It did not make you a better Christian. You can't pray effectively and still be a racist. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. You can't pray effectively and still worry. You can't pray effectively and you not begin to change to be transformed into the image and into the likeness of God. Do y'all hear me? So when we pray, we've got power. We get to go direct to God. You get the little chirp like next tail. I'm direct connect. I'm bypassing all of those bozos and I'm getting right to God. All right. So that's what we get to do. Amen. So if it's your first time, do me this favor. If I already did it, I maybe already did it. I don't know. Um, but if it's your first time, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Would you do that? If it's your very first time, would you do the hand wave emoji or say it's me? Just let us know. It's your first time. All we're going to do is just shoot it away. There's a lot of talking heads on social media. We just want you to know that you are in a safe place and a safe space. Everything we do tonight, scripture is going to be attached to it uh, so that you can go get it for yourself. The word's going to be attached to it so you can go look at it for yourself. Anything that ever comes from Bishop Foreman is always going to go back to the Bible. It's going to go back to words. I see several hands. Welcome. Uh, we're so glad that you're on tonight for prayer. I encourage you to stick with us for the full hour. If you're not able to come back and look at the replay, um, it is for your life. And again, we're on several different digital platforms. So for those of you who are used to seeing different people on different platforms, you say, where are they on prayer anymore? They may just be on another platform now uh, receiving prayer because there are so many uh, ways that people can receive prayer. All right. Listen, if you don't have our app, can I encourage you to get it? How do you get it? Text Harvest to 59769. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? Text Harvest to 59769 and you'll be able to um, get our app. In our app, there's over 1,200 messages on podcasts, our YouTube channel, our social media. You can give through the app. Every time I go live, um, or most times, I won't say every time, but most times I go live, we send it through the app. Sometimes I just do it and keep it intimate on purpose. Um, but you can do all of that through the app. It's totally free to you, and I encourage you to definitely get that app, all right? Um, text Harvest to 59769 to get our app, and uh, it'll be a great blessing to you. You can even find out. We're in a gradual reopening of the Aurora campus here, which is in Denver, Colorado. And so um, you can even register to come into the building through that app, all right? Let me also say to my Atlanta family, Atlanta I just got back from an amazing trip today. Today, 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 uh, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, his order expired. And uh, I have not been briefed yet as to whether or not he has extended that order, uh, which should allow the way for us to move forward aggressively for Harvest Church Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Right. So. If you're from Atlanta, uh, I want to encourage you to find out we're getting ready to expand to the Atlanta area and it's a, it ain't going down, it's going up. I can promise you. 60% of Atlanta is unchurched or de-churched, majority de-churched. Means for whatever reason, they were in church, fell away from church. I'm so excited because there is a great harvest that's there in Atlanta. And uh, if you're in Atlanta, can I get you to text 8CATL to 59769? Can I get you to text HCATL to 59769? Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? Come on, y'all gonna be my digital, my digital, everybody's gonna be a digital ambassador. We have a team in our church uh, of folks that are across America and now around the world. From what I understand, we've just added some international digital ambassadors. And what they will do is that they are those that chat and interact during the worship experiences online, since that's still the primary way that people are getting the word um, due to coronavirus restrictions. And so in all of that, 
Um, um, if you're in Atlanta, I'd love for you to be a part of our launch team. Guys, uh, it's amazing to see what's happening. It's amazing to see the hunger, the desire, the people we're talking to. It's a blessing. I want us to cover uh, Atlanta and our rural location. Would you pray with those for me? Is Harvest, if Harvest or I have ever been a blessing to you, I want to ask for you to pray uh, with me uh, over Harvest. Would you do that? Can I just get you to type, if you're in Atlanta, can I get you to type Atlanta? Um, if you're in Denver, can I get you to type Aurora? If you're digital, can I just get you to pick one of them and type the city? Because the bishop, we're going to see a lot of people saying Atlanta and Aurora because I want us to put it on the screen because we want to cover what we do in prayer. All right, Father, in Jesus' name. We cover harvest. We thank you, Father, for the place and the movement that you have begun that is called harvest. Father, we thank you that we are still have many great exploits to do. We still have many great exploits to do. Your word says that you are the God that seeks to sow yourself strong through people in the earth. So, God, we say use us. Use us to sow yourself strong. Use us to move mightily, Father, wherever we are gathered from Atlanta to Aurora, from L.A. to Chicago, to Miami, to Dallas, to New York, to Brazil, the Dominican Republic, Canada, uh, where Paris, wherever we are at, we thank you that we are harvest. Father, cover us. What does that mean? Protect us. What does that mean? We rebuke the enemy. That would attempt to cause any confusion. That would attempt to cause drama. That would attempt to cause mess or foolishness. Father, we thank you that we are covered so we can focus on our assignment and our mission, which is to lead people to totally love God and love people and love life. Father, we pray the scriptures of Acts 13, 44, which says the next uh, Sabbath, the whole city gathered to hear the word. Gather people in cities wherever we are. If there's a harvester anywhere, harvest is there. We pray that people would gather by the cities in Aurora and in Atlanta, that they would gather to hear the word of the Lord. Acts 13, 49, the word of the Lord was spreading throughout the whole region. Father, we pray that you'd bring up the name Harvest Church. Come on. Bring up the name Harvest Church. Put it in the ears of people so that when people see our V, they'll know that it's the place they're supposed to be. That they would begin to connect, Father, in an unprecedented way. Why? For you to get the glory in Jesus' name. In Acts 14, 1. It says now at Iconium, they entered together into the synagogue and spoke in such a way that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed. That's unchurched and the church. Father, we pray that the word it comes forth from harvest, will be preached and delivered in such a way, God, that it would reach both unchurched and the church and church people. God, that your word would go forward with strength, that your word would go forward with power, that your word would bring hope, that your word would bring direction, that your word would bring clarity, that your word would bring instruction, that your word would bring rebuke, that your word would bring healing. Father, we speak more healing. We've already seen in the last year and a half, two documented cases of HIV being healed, not undetectable, but healed. God, we ask you for another. Matter of fact, not just the third, Father, in these last four, we ask you for four. Come on. In Jesus' name, we thank you that you are the God that heals cancer. It's documented through this place called Harvest. You are the God that uh, stops suicide. You're the God that protects. You're the God, Father, use us. Use Harvest for your glory. This is bigger than just Bishop Foreman. This is we. This is us. 
This is the movement that you have called for now in Jesus' name. Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up and possess the kingdom. That's who you said we could be. And what you said that we could have in Jesus' name. And Father, we pray for First Chronicles 11 and 10. It says, now these are the chiefs of David, mighty men, that gave him strong support. Father, surround me, Father, with mighty men and women that make it happen. Surround me with mighty men and women that have the passion for what we're passionate about. They don't have to be set on fire uh, uh, to be passionate because they come on fire. They don't have to be stirred because they show up stirred. They don't have to go through rep rep repetitive cycles because they've got the mind to work. Nehemiah 2 and 20 says that, uh, Father, they built the wall because the people had a mind to work. I pray that you would fill our dream team with people that have a mind to work. Come on, y'all, let's pray. That have a mind to serve that have a mind to get things done, that realize this is bigger than them. Come on, y'all. This is bigger than their personal preferences. This is bigger than just what they want. This is about seeing people come to you. Father, we've asked you for a simple goal of 1,000 souls this year. Come on, y'all pray with me. We call in that 1,000 souls this year. And we call folks saved. Father, wherever you got to pull them from, wherever you have to draw them from, wherever you have to Go get them from your word says, though no man comes to the Lord unless the spirit first draw you. So, God, we release the Holy Spirit in Aurora. We release the Holy Spirit in Denver. We release the Holy Spirit in Atlanta. We release the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're not in Denver or Atlanta, put your city, wherever your city is. We release the Holy Spirit on every platform. Put whatever your city is, wherever you are physically located right now. We release the Holy Spirit in every city that's being tight right now. And we say, Lord, draw people unto you. Father, we pray that you would use the unrest that's in society because of poor leadership from the top of America. We pray right now, Father, that you would stir, that you would use, Father, what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray that wherever we are, Father, you are. And so we say draw. We pray that you would draw people just like there are crowds that are being drawn to bring necessary attention to social issues, that you would draw crowds, Father, that would turn them to spiritual solutions. Father, that you would use what's happening in America and use what's happening around the world to get people to you. In Jesus' name, this is bigger than politics. This is bigger than even social issues. This is about, Father, you bringing people unto yourself, black people, white people, Hispanics, Asians, every color, every race, every creed. Father, everybody is included and nobody is excluded. I need you to type that on the screen. Everybody's included. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, uh, we, we rebuke this branding of Christianity that, that suggests that Christianity is tied to a political party. Come on, I feel like praying tonight. We rebuke, and Father, we reject this notion of Christianity that rises up in America to suggest that it's got to be tied to a certain political party. Well, that it's got to be tied to a certain social agenda. No, Jesus did not just die for Republicans. Come on. Jesus did not just die for people on the right. He died for everybody. Top, left, bottom, right, kind, corner. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray that you would bring America. In every city we just listed, in Jesus' name, you would bring us to you in ways we've never seen before. God, we don't need revival because revival means to bring something that was dead back to life. Father, many folks have never lived. This country has never been on fire for you. 
But in Jesus' name, Father, we pray that it would be an evolution of your church. You said greater works than these. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Greater works than these. What we do, Father, you said that even though you brought people back from the dead, you said greater. What does that mean? More. Because there's more of us, we're going to get more done. I declare we are the army of the Lord. We are the army of the living God in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. We are the army of the Lord that's going to bring in a great harvest. We are the evolution of the church. We didn't come to take sides, but we came to take over. So I speak now to everybody that's far from you, God, in every city we just type and we say, draw them unto you. Whatever you got to do, whatever situation you got to use, whatever circumstance you got to use, draw them unto you in Jesus name. Father, we pray right now that we would see our greatest numbers of salvations and greatest numbers of rededications in these last four. Come on, y'all, let's pray. In these last four, we're going to see you save more. Come on, y'all, pray with me. In these last four, we're going to see you save more people. We're going to see you bring more people that are far from you back to you. We're going to see you heal more in these next four. We're going to see people pray more in these next four. We're going to see people worship more in these next four. God, forgive us for being so selfish in our prayers that we've only made them about us. Forgive us for being so selfish in what it is that we do, that we've only made it about us, God. We spend the first part of prayer tonight asking you for somebody else. Can I get you, everybody, on every platform to type the initials of people you know that are unchurched or dechurched right now? The initials, you don't have to put their full name, just the initials of every person you know, every person that comes to mind that's unchurched or dechurched. What's unchurched? Never been in church? Dechurched. We're in church and falling away. We've got to spend time in prayer for this because nothing happens in the natural unless it's first set up and done in the spirit. So in Jesus name, Father, we release these initials onto the screen. And Father, we say, Holy Ghost, go get them. Go get them. Come on, y'all. Go get them. We cannot be satisfied watching people we love, watching people we care about not be with Jesus. We will not be satisfied watching people that we know, watching people that we believe in, watching people we care about not come to you. So Father, we pray right now for their salvation. We pray right now that you would soften their hearts, God. Whatever's harden their heart towards you, harden their hearts to pray. If they're in grief, we call them out of it. Come on, y'all, let's pray. If they're in sadness, we call them out of it. If they're in depression, we call them out of it. If they feel like you failed them, we call them out of that. If it's because they got issues with people, we call them out of that tonight. We are those that pray to see a harvest. Come on. We are those that pray to see people give their lives to Jesus. We are those that pray for more than stuff. We pray for souls. Come on, y'all. We are those that pray for more than just shining more light on the light. We are those that say, Lord, thank you for using us as light in the darkness. Come on, let's shift in prayer. Father, I pray that every place we go, we would be light. I rebuke our timidity when it comes to inviting people to church. I rebuke our shy when it comes to inviting people to church. I rebuke us being um, uh, passive when it comes to inviting people to church. I stir up and release the gift of evangelism. Come on, everybody just tap on the screen. Release, release, release. I release the gift of evangelism over every individual that is here. We stir it now so we will see more souls come to you in these next four. 
that we would have a boldness in witnessing. We'd have a boldness in stopping people in the store and saying, let me invite you to church. We'd have a boldness in sharing posts on social media. We'd have a boldness in telling people, come see this man, come hear this word, come to this church, whatever it is, that we'd have a boldness in that. Because this is what we are sent for. You did not send us to just sit on our blessed assurance and do nothing. I call your family saved. I call your son saved. We call your daughter saved. We call your cousin them, your aunt them, your uncle them saved in Jesus name. I pray for your family members that are strung out on drugs. Come on. In Jesus name. If you got thumbs that are on drugs, put their initials. If you want to reverse them for privacy, whatever you want to do. If you got family members strung out on drugs, we're about to pray that off for them right now tonight. In Jesus' name, I told you, I felt like praying tonight. We're going up tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, we loose the Holy Spirit to them and we speak against and we rebuke any addictive behaviors as it relates to drugs, drugs of any kind, Father. Uh, we speak right now that you would bring them out of that place, get them the help they need. Get them the support they need. Get them whatever it is they need. But we declare that in these last four, they are coming off of drugs. Come on here. In Jesus' name. We declare that crack cocaine got to let them go. Come on. We declare that heroin has got to let them go. Ecstasy has got to let them go. Prescription drugs has got to let them go. Opioids has got to let them go. In Jesus' name, Father, we declare that you would take the taste of it out of their mouth, that they would wake up one day and not even have a desire for it. They'd wake up and not even have a taste for it. But, Father, that you would now turn their taste and turn their thirst to you. The only God that can feel that thirst, the only God that can feel that place, the only God that can fill that void in the name of Jesus. Father, we rebuke any type of addictive behavior that comes in between us and you that's in us. Come on, let's shift to ourselves. We rebuke now. Any type of addictive behavior that is in us that keeps us from you. And Father, we set our eyes. We set our eyes on you. When the scripture says look to the hills, it literally is referencing when you would hang on the cross. Because Calvary, God, it was a hill that was at the brink of the city where everybody could see it. Golgotha was its Hebrew name. It was the place where everybody could see it. So when the psalmist said, I look to the hills from what's coming my help, he was prophesying that one day you'd be lifted up on that cross. So when we say we look to the hills, God, what we're saying is that we look to what you did on that cross and know that the blood covers us. Come on, y'all. That the blood <clears throat> makes us clean. The blood makes us new and the blood makes us fresh. Father, in Jesus name, we thank you for your blood. Come on, somebody type on every platform, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood that covers us, the blood that's an instrument of redemption, the blood that protects us, the blood that will be a block to every negative person. For some of you, I need you to stop crying because the blood is who blocked that relationship, baby. For some of you, I need you to stop being angry. The blood is who blocked that friendship. What you prayed for was protection and he gave you protection by keeping you away from people that didn't mean you no good, by keeping you away from people that wanted to harm you, by keeping you away from people that wanted to use you and abuse you and take advantage of you. The blood blocked it. I need you to type that on every platform. The blood blocked it. The blood blocked it. The blood blocked it. The blood of Jesus is an instrument of redemption. It is the highest form of, of, of price a living object can pay because it gives of its own self. Thank you, Jesus, that the blood was shed and pled for us. 
And that blood has bought us and that blood has secured our future. We know you're going to do no more next for why? Because of the blood. We know it's going to be a September to remember because of the blood. We know that we're going to see opportunities in October because of the blood. We know that November is going to be a time where we say only God can do it. Why? Because of the blood. We know December is going to be one of the most impactful and significant times of our lives for the good. Why? Because of the blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody, come on, say, don't say amen, say Selah. Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Selah is another Hebrew word similar to amen. Selah means God, you said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Come on, we've been praying, oh my God. Come on, y'all, we about to pray tonight. We are praying tonight. Earlier, I asked you on social media, if you follow me on uh, Facebook or Instagram, and I encourage you, if you don't, go do it. You can follow me at um, Bishop, all of my social media is Bishop Foreman, except Snapchat. Snapchat's Dr. Kevin Foreman, Dr. Kevin Foreman. Um, but I will tell you, I don't really do a whole lot of a whole lot of snapping um, because to me it's the same as Instagram story. Anyway, listen, um, I want to encourage you. We started at praying for the church, and we started praying for other people. Then we started to praying for ourselves. I want to encourage everybody. Listen. If you um, have not um, shared a praise report in our app, can I encourage you to do that? Um, our app is, again, a great resource, but it is, somebody says, you're so good. To God be the glory. Listen, and again, guys, if you're just coming in, can I get you to share? If you haven't shared this, I need you to share it. How do you share on Instagram? You click the little um, arrow, like the little kite thing or the little, you know, like the paper plane is, I think what that is. You share that, you use that, and then you can share the different people's stories and things. You can do it like that, all right? Let me say this. Um, if you haven't shared a praise report, do it in our app. No praise report is too big. No praise report is too small. <clears throat> when you share your praise report, you're showing God that you can be trusted with small. If you cannot be trusted with small, hear me, you will never be trusted with big. Can I submit this to you? Your small breakthrough was an audition for your big breakthrough. I pray that you don't mishandle small. Everybody listen to me. If you mishandle small, you will never, ever qualify for big. And for some of you, the way you are handling small things, God says, if she ain't going to do that right, he ain't, she ain't going to do this right. Can I cover that in prayer that you handle the small right? Because of coronavirus, right, a lot of people got a lot of grief and anxiety and fear and panic. And I rebuke those things off of you. What does it mean rebuke? It means get away from here. Um, what does it mean to renounce? It means get out of here. See, rebuke means get away. Renounce means get out. Because you can get away, but it never got out. That's why we rebuke and we renounce. Listen, um, I want to pray for how we handle small stuff. Um, because if you do not handle small right, for some of you, watch me. God watches how you clean the bathroom to determine whether or not you're going to get the house. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. God watches how you handle a small assignment to determine whether or not you can run the company. So if you don't handle small right, you will never qualify for big. And we live in a culture where everybody wants big, but few people want to be faithfully steward small. Can I cover that? Can I get you to release this on the screen? Um, uh, just make this declaration. I'll handle small right. I know it's a lot of words. Come on. It's all right. Go ahead and use them thumbs. I'll handle small right. Uh, you've got to hear what I'm saying. Jesus handled small rights so he was trusted with the world. Um, David handled the sheep rights so he could be trusted with the people. He handled the lion and the bear right so he could be trusted with Goliath. See, every time you handle something right it is an audition for something bigger. 
but listen, do not be in a rush for bigger unless you're better. Samantha, I just can't wait until my next. It's going to be so much bigger. Okay, but just make sure you understand you have to handle your small right too. All right, let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for how we handle our small Whatever seems insignificant. God, big doors swing on small hinges. So in your name, God, we pray that we would handle small rights, small opportunities, small assignments, small things that have been given to us, things that seem innocuous, things that seem small. Things that don't seem very significant. God, we pray that we would handle those things right. So, Father, in Jesus' name, give us the grace to not displace or mishandle small. We will handle small right. Because big doors swing on big hinges. Which means the opportunity we seek is on the other side of a small hand. Which means we never get to big unless we handle small right. I pray we wouldn't curse our small, we'd handle it right. I pray we would mis, uh, miscategorize our small, but we'd handle it right. Give us the grace to be excellent in everything we do. Please release this over yourself. Say, I'm excellent. Come on, type that and release that over yourself. I'm excellent. God, we pray that we would be excellent in every single thing that we do. In Jesus' name, we bless you. We honor you, sir, that you are the God that makes us stand out. You are the God that makes us the best, a cut above the rest, just like Daniel. He said, and this man, Daniel, in Daniel 6, he was uh, promoted because an excellent spirit was within him. He handled the small things right. When he was tempted to eat uh, the food of the king, he didn't do it. It seemed small, but it was an audition for him to be a prime minister. I pray that we don't mishandle small things in different areas that are auditions for big things in other areas. Did you hear what I just said? I pray that we do not mishandle Small things in different areas that are auditioned for bigger things in another area. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. We are people of excellence. We are people of integrity. That means we do what we say we're going to do. We are people that keep our word. We are not arrogant people. Come on, release this on the screen. I'm not prideful. Say that about yourself. I'm not arrogant. What does that mean? We know how to apologize when we screwed up and messed up. We know how to apologize when we didn't do something right. We know how to apologize when we misspeak. We know how to clean up what we messed up so we can be trusted with bigger. Come on here. Your big is on the other side of your best. Our big is on the other side of our best. That's who we are. We're not arrogant. We're not prideful. We are not full of ourselves because that spirit has been released from the top of this nation. Arrogance and pride and pompous words that Daniel said, I heard the beast speak with pompous words. Father, we refuse as believers in you, Jesus. We refuse to walk in that spirit. We refuse to not be apologetic when we're, when we're wrong. We refuse to, not, uh, to, to fix rights when we've done wrong. In Jesus' name. That's why the psalmist said, come on, y'all, we're praying. That's why the psalmist said, Lord, I have sinned against you and against you only have I sinned. He said, I need to be clear that I was wrong against you because I don't need to get this twisted and try to act like I didn't do nothing wrong. In Jesus' name, give us the grace to acknowledge when we mess up and then to get that stuff fixed, to get that stuff together. In Jesus' name, come on, just say more. I want you to release this because I'm sending you up for what we're about to pray for next. More in my next four. More in my next four. Come on, y'all. This is prayer tonight. If you haven't shared this, would you share this thing tonight? Can you believe prayer is almost over? Oh, my God. Um, would you share this thing tonight? 
Uh, share it, share it, share it, share it on Instagram. Use a little kite. Uh, and then if you're on, if you're on the Harvest channel, there's no chat on the Harvest channel. I see several of you on there. If you're on the Harvest channel, all you have to do is in your web browser, click the little, sh um, button with the arrow pointing up and you can text it to somebody. And there's lots of different options. All your social media options will come up. You can do it that way. Facebook, click share. YouTube, click share. Let's reach as many people as we can uh, with prayer tonight. All right. So one of the things we've been saying for the last several weeks is more in my next four. And what was significant about it uh, is when I began saying it, technically, we kind of had like four and a half, five. But the Lord said, release that more in my next four. Um, you have September, which starts, uh, which technically, biblically, is started. In the Bible, a night began the night prior. So biblically speaking, we uh, as of about an hour and a half ago, roughly, we are in the month of September. You have September, October, November, December. And it is what we're about to cover in prayer is these next four months. This is the last prayer of the first eight months. What are we going to see God do more of? Um, life and death are in the power of the what? Tongue. They that love it shall eat its fruit. I've taught so many messages and series you can get in our app and podcasts and YouTube about what we speak, the laws of confession. Um, the Bible says that Jesus is the high priest of our confession. To be a priest means you go to God on behalf of the people. So if he's the high priest of our confession, that means what heaven is presented with is what we consistently speak. Hear me on every platform tonight. What heaven is presented with is what we confess. He's the high priest of what we confess, all right? So um, I want you to just prophesy on the screen to your next four months. And I want you to release a word. I want you to name each month. So we're going to start with praying for September. I want you to put, put a word on it. Then we're going to pray over October. You'll put a word. Everybody see? We'll pray over November. You'll put a word. We'll pray over December. You'll put a word. Okay? Because the, the general prayer is we're going to see God do more in our next four. But I need you to name your month. Listen to me. Don't name them stuff like this. More strength. More strength means more resistance. Don't name it that. Because you name it more strength, more resistance. All right. Uh, more peace. That means you can have more pain. He gives peace that surpasses understanding, which means if you need more peace, you got more pain. All right. So I need you to put words like favor, words like um, overcoming, words like um, debt free. Are you getting what I'm saying? Call it and call it clear. Many Christians, when you pray, your prayers, you got to be effective in your prayers and you're not effective when you say things that you can't track. Did you hear me? You're not effective in prayer when you say things you can't track. So consequently, what happens is your faith begins to go down. But the truth is your prayers weren't specific. So you say things like that. Lord, just bless me. Well, he's done that. You need to be specific in what you're praying for so that you're able to see results. All right. So we're about to cover September. Y'all ready? We're about to cover September. What's going on, Doc? Good to see you, sir. Hey, guys, on this Harvest Search Instagram, I know y'all aren't used to seeing me on here, but can I get y'all to share with a few more people? Good to see you so much love. Can I get you to share it with many people? We're about to cover your next four months. For, for God's sake, do not get off of prayer now. All right, we're almost done, but do not get off of prayer now. September, we're about to cover it. You ready? I need you to name it. We're naming September. Type your word in. Everybody everywhere. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio Network and you can't type or if you're on the Harvest Channel and there's no chat, just say it. Father, in Jesus' name, we name our September and we declare in Jesus' name that you said that we've got life and death in the power of our tongue. So we name September. We speak to September. Can I push some of you? I see the word finances, but I need you to be more specific. If you want to see more money come, then I need you to release that. 
Be more specific. Be more specific. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray over our September. We name our September and we call it into order now. We declare September would be a month where we'd see favor. We declare September we'd remember for good things, not negative things. We pray that in September, Father, that there would be no unnecessary suffering. We pray that in September... Father, that we would see uh, our cup overflow. In the last 30 days, hearts have given over $90,000 now. we got a new total. Over $90,000 worth of stuff away to people. We've got seed in the ground. Come on. And because we've got seed in the ground. Father, we expect that harvest. We call that harvest for in the month of September. What we sown in the first eight, we call the harvest in the ninth. Nine is the number of birthing. Nine is also the biblical number for fruitfulness. So we declare that September is a month of fruitfulness. It's fruits of the spirit, which means we're going to be more spiritual in September. In Jesus' name, nine, the number of fruitfulness. That means we're going to have more to show. We're going to have something to show in the month of September. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. We're going to October. Name your October. Father, we speak to the opportunities of October. Everybody type it on the screen. If you're on Uncommon, say it. If you're on the Harvest Networks or Harvest Channel, you say it because there's no chat there. We speak to our October and we call our October a month of opportunities. And we'd be clear, Father, that we would know the opportunities that are from you. Because every opportunity ain't a God opportunity. Every door that opens isn't necessarily a door to something greater. So in Jesus' name, we declare opportunity. That means, Father, our name would be brought up. That's what you said in Genesis 12 with Abram. He says, I'll bring up your name. Father, bring up our name. Bring up the report about us in the month of October. Father, that we would see opportunity. We declare that October, that's my ministry anniversary. That's also my birthday. I declare that it would mark uh, the beginning of a new era, a greater era, an era where we're walking fully in what you've called us to do, where we're walking fully in what you've ordained for us to do. We thank you for doors to open wide, doors for platforms, doors for seven-figure deals, doors where buildings and land and equipment and things are given to us. In Jesus' name, we rebuke having to pay for stuff. Father, our seed will speak for us in October. Come on. Our seed, 10, is the number of divine perfection. We declare that you would perfect those things that concern us in the name of Jesus. Let's move to your November 11. Name your November. Name your November. Name your November. Name it right now. In November, God, we speak to the month of November and we name it. We're declaring you're doing more in these next four, but we name our November. When we say November, we're going to remember you because we're going to be thankful. Thanksgiving is November. And Father, we're going to be giving you thanks because you're going to be giving back for what we've given to you. In Jesus' name, we declare that in the month of November, people that wronged us decades ago, that, that what they wronged us in, they not only apologize, but we call forth recompense. Come on. We call forth recompense. That means you pay us back. We call forth restitution in the month of November. That means, Father, that for what we have to go through, we'd be paid. For every heartache, for every tear, for every pain, for every struggle, for every issue, for every circumstance in November, we call recompense and restitution. Come on, y'all, let's pray in Jesus' name. We would be giving thanks in November. We'd be giving thanks in November. We'd be giving thanks in November. Every day in November, every time we turn around, there'll be something else to give you thanks for. 
And we rebuke the narrative of some people in America that's of doom and gloom and fright and fear. That's not our God. For our God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind. So, Father, we rebuke that report and we receive the report of the Lord. We're moving to December. Come on, y'all, let's shift. Name your December. Speak to your December. We speak to December now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we come against grief that can come up during those times. We preemptively rebuke that grief when we declare that December we'd be happier and have more joy than we've had for the first 11 months of this year. That when we get to December, we'll look back over 2020 and say, this has been the best year of my life yet. In Jesus' name, we pray that everything that was meant for evil, that in December, God, you'd mop it up. In Jesus' name, every unfinished deal, you'd mop it up. Every unfinished situation, you'd mop it up. Everything that needs a period, you'd put a period on it. Everything that needs to end, you'd cause it to end. And everything that needs to begin, you would cause it to begin. When we came into 2020, we knew that all things would be new. Why, Lord? Because zero is the number of all things new. It's not new beginnings, it's all things new. Which means what we would be walking in in 2020... We never seen before. We never experienced before. In Jesus' name, and that's what's happened this year. New came in a way we did not expect it. But we thank you. By the time we get to the end of December, we're gonna say this has been the best year of my life. In Jesus' name, despite the circumstances, despite the struggles, despite whatever it is you had to face and deal with, your confession in December will be, this has been the best year of my life. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody everywhere right there just to say amen? Oh my God. Come on, y'all. Listen, if you're just coming in the prayer, do me a favor. Share this on every platform. We are on multiple platforms tonight as we always are every single Monday night. We pray together for one hour. We've just got a few more minutes, a minute moments, <laughs> minutes before uh, we're gonna we're gonna pray. It's gonna be over. So I want to cover a couple of more things. One, um, let me say this: um, if you know, and I don't normally do this during prayer, um, but if you know that I'm your pastor and Harvest is your church family, I want to encourage you. I want to, if you grew up old school church, the doors of the church are open. I want to encourage you to uh, connect with us. You can do that in our app or our website. Can I get you again to put? Um, uh, our app, text Harvest to 59769, get our app, um, and you can connect in that way. I'm saying that because yesterday's message, we're about to cover that in prayer, it's called Building the Family Business. In our series, Dynasty, oh my goodness, the series Dynasty was stupid, ridiculously good. And by stupid, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, it was like stupidly, ridiculously good. Anybody else agree with that? I agree with it. I love it. Not just because I wrote the series, but it's amazing to me. Can I get you to share with me the greatest lesson, if you saw any of the series Dynasty, if you didn't see it, no problem, Bob. You can go back and look at the whole series on our YouTube, our app, and the Facebook and all of that in the podcast. Can you, um, I see it, the whole Dynasty series, bless me. Come on. Can I get you to share one of the things that stood out to you most from the series Dynasty? Can I get everybody to share on every platform? If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio Network or the Harvest Channel, you just say it. You say, can't nobody hear me, Bishop? Mm-mm. In Proverbs, the Bible says that a bird takes what's said and delivers it to the king. In other words, God says, you may not think anybody hears you. Can I give? Can I tell you why this is so powerful? While you're sharing the one thing that blessed you from this series, you're the curse breaker. Come on here. Um, it was such a blessing. I love it. Um, today, I was doing, uh, and I've been recording all day, and then right after prayer, I'll be doing some more recording for some stuff we're working on. I'll be recording all day tomorrow. I'm recording most of Wednesday and then church on Wednesday night. Um, I like to get stuff done. And so 
in all of that, I was having a conversation with someone today. And at the end of that conversation, um, it was amazing. I think I saw I saw them jump on prayer, I think. But anyway, we were having a conversation and we were having a conversation at the end. They said, Bishop, I just have to tell you this. Um, they said, you don't know what I prayed, but what you did today is an answer to what I prayed for. Um, they said, you just don't know. They said, you, you just don't know. And it was almost to a point to where what we were going to do was not going to happen. And the Holy Ghost, I was talking to one of my team and the Holy Ghost, uh, as we were having that conversation, I said, we, no, let's make, let's find a way to make that happen. Let's find a way to negotiate with that. Um, if you lived in Atlanta, that's okay. Um, Cause you can be digital. So we Atlanta or Aurora, Colorado. Um, and uh, or digital. We got digital family everywhere. So the cool thing about today is that and harvesters, our digital family, I love my digital family. They, they will hop on a plane to come to come to church for an hour and a half or, you know, whatever, for an hour and 45 minutes. So I love that. Um, and all I want to say to you is that you may think God doesn't hear what you say in your house and doesn't hear what you pray. He does. So just know when you say, well, can't nobody hear me. I ain't going to say it. You literally don't know that when you release certain things, you don't know where it's being taken to and carried to. So many things. Family versus relatives. Let me read these comments. Family can be for people that aren't related to you. This is so good. I wasn't picked on. I was picked. Inconvenient obedience. Um, don't take a lot with you. And a lot is somebody you love. Can I pray for everybody? Because your lot, remember lot means hidden motives. The lots in your life will never be people you don't like. They will be people you love. They will be people you love. Someone said, I need a digital ministry. Come on. You, I literally just told y'all how to join. If you want to be a digital harvester, you can join too. You don't have to be in Aurora or Atlanta. You can be part of our digital family anywhere. And I will be your, look, I will be your pastor from anywhere. All right. Um, grow up. I love that. Um, Lot, Lot's name, is it means hidden motives. And a lot will always be somebody you love. And I want to pray that you don't let your love for them make you ignore the fact that they're a lot. How many of you will be honest that that's a struggle? Can you just do the hand wave emoji? That that's been a struggle for you. You know people are just trifling, assassinators, dirty, low down. Jesus called them dogs and pigs. He says, don't give what's holy to the dogs and cast your pearls before swine. Um, how many of you will be honest that that can be tough? I will be, a, I'll say it. I'll be the first one to say it. That thing, I see your hands. I see, that thing can be like, mm. But I love them, but I care about them. But that's my mama, my sister, my cousin, my brother, my uncle, my auntie, my this, my that, my that. And if you let what you call love make you ignore the fact that there are a lot, it's going to cost you a lot. Did you hear me? It's going to cost you a lot. Um, and so I want to pray that you don't let love make you ignore the fact that there are a lot. Because there's some of y'all... You literally shout about stuff like that when it's preached, but you never, ever cut lot. Come on. Who can be honest right there? Come on. Let me see them hands right there. Who can be honest right there that you will shout in church? Say it, sir. Come on, Bishop. Yeah. Come on. You will do all of that. You will run. You will jump. You will holler. You will scream. But when it's time to cut them, cut them loose. Well, I'm just praying because, you know, I... You know, Hmm, ain't nobody. Per How many of y'all will be honest? Come on. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your honesty. My hand is up too. my hand is up too. I, I want to cover that because if you don't cut lot, lot's going to cost you a lot.
Lot's going to cost you a lot. All right, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we don't let love make us ignore who the lots are in our lives. That we don't let love, our care, our concern, or our compassion make us ignore when we're dealing with a lot. Somebody that has hidden motives and agendas that it doesn't mean they're bad. It just means they're not supposed to come with us to our next. They're not supposed to move forward with us into this next phase of life. Father, we pray that we would have the boldness to do what even you do. You're the one that said cut Lot. You stopped speaking to Abram in Genesis 13 until he got rid of Lot. Father, we don't want you to shut down your voice because you don't want them in the room. We don't want you to stop our progress. We don't want you to stop our progress because we kept them on the boat. Because we kept them in. I pray we'd have the grace to release. I pray we'd have the grace to release a lot. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean they're evil people. It doesn't mean they're not gifted. It doesn't mean they're not talented. It doesn't mean they're not skilled. It just means that our next does not include them. Give us that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. I also just heard this while we were praying. I also just heard this while we were praying. Um, sometimes you misidentify your lots. And I want to pray that you don't misidentify a lot. We live in a culture where if people challenge you to make you better, you won't know. I'm cutting them off. I'm cutting them off. Why are you cutting them off? They told me I need to serve with excellence. I'm cutting them off. I'm cutting them off. They told me I should have put God first. Like we live in a jacked up mentality of thinking. I saw something yesterday at church. And then after that, I mentioned it when I was doing something yesterday. And I was just like, Mm-mm. I don't like this. Um, I just said, I don't like people who, uh-uh. like, how can't you put God first? I don't like that. I like, I have no parts in that. Um, and, and we live in a culture that if somebody hears somebody say that, but I, I don't believe that person, why don't they understand? Um, I pray that you don't miscategorize your lot because everybody ain't against you. Everybody is not a lot. Just make sure you find a lot and then you do what you need to do. Let's cover that. God, help us not to miscategorize and misidentify lots in Jesus' name. Uh, we don't want to get the wrong people in the wrong categories in Jesus' name. We should not cut those that are sent into our lives to correct us in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I want you to type your prayer request. No request is too big. No request is too small. We got four minutes before prayer is over, which in Instagram time means three minutes because she is rude. She's a rude, rude, rude woman, Instagram is. All right, y'all know I'm joking. Can I get you to type your request? Um, And then can I get a couple of you to type in some prayer requests for me that I'd have wisdom, the right people around me, that I'd have shalom, um, that every deal I'm in the midst of negotiating, it all would go according to plan and according to what God has ordained. That um, the influences I influence from a political standpoint, that we get results in our country, results in our nation, results in America. Can I get you to do that? All right, let's go. So type in your requests and then I get a few of you to type in a request for me. And then I'm going to cover them in prayer all right now. Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, I cover every prayer request right now in prayer, in your blood. And I say, Lord, we thank you right now for covering these requests. You're the God that answers with strategy. So bring strategy and answers to every single request that's represented here right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you are the God of answers. You are the God that answers prayer. That's who you are. And so we bless you and we honor you. 
right now in the name of Jesus. We love you. Um, that every request here, you're going to hear and that you answer. And we call it done. We pray that every test becomes testimony. Every mess becomes a message. Every challenge becomes a place of victory where they can celebrate. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, don't hop off. If you're on tonight and you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with me and God. Tonight's your night. On the count of three, I need you to respond. It's me in the chat or do the hand wave emoji. If you're on Uncommon Gospel or the Harvest Channel and you can't chat, I need you to audibly respond and say, it's me. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On the count of three, respond. One. Two, three. I need you to respond right now. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. I will count down. Ten. I'm counting. Nine. Eight. Respond right now. Seven. Six. Don't miss your moment. Five. Four. Three. Come on. I see you. Two. One. Come on, guys. Listen, I need everybody to pray this with me. I'm going to move quick so we don't run out of time. Pray this with me. Everybody say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief, I see you. I see you. Keep responding, guys. Keep responding. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. I see you. Keep responding. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, please listen to me real carefully right now. I need you to text decision to 59769. Guys, can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text decision to 59769. You do that, we're going to send you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. Lastly, I want everybody to sow. I challenge every single person on prayer to sow. I'm sowing, and I want to challenge you to sow. Here's the seed, a, a very simple seed, a $25 seed. That's it. 25 um, to believe that uh, you're going to see great things happening in your life. I'm sowing 25, the spiritual significance of it, 25. Two, the law, number of witness. Five, the number of grace. Together, they make seven. That's Shalom. Go show harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Cash out Bishop Foreman of Harvest Church Give. Instagram, I got to let you go. Go so guys. Love you. I love you. Instagram, got to let you go. Everybody else, I love you. I pray you have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Everybody so I'm going to sow 25. I said, Bishop, I don't have 25. Sow what you can. Let's end this month strong and let's sow. I love you guys. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. And now an Etsy holiday gifting mission. Today's episode, Operation Delivered on Time. Here's the situation. The holidays are coming up, which means you're on a mission to buy handcrafted gifts, but you're worried they may not be delivered on time. So you need peace of mind if something goes wrong with your delivery. Impossible, right? Not this year, because you're shopping for gifts on Etsy. Etsy is where everyone can find handmade items from independent shops. It's also the place where you know your gifts will be delivered by the seller's estimated delivery date or your money back. Whether you're searching for handmade home pieces like serveware, cutting boards, and throw pillows, or personalized items like necklaces, 
handbags and seasonal jackets. Etsy has it and has your back if something goes wrong with delivery. New to Etsy? Use the code HOLIDAY10 for 10% off your first purchase. That's code HOLIDAY10. Maximum discount value of $50 expires December 31st, 2023. See terms at Etsy.com slash terms. To claim refunds, see requirements and exclusions at Etsy.com slash legal slash buyers. Etsy has it. Shop Etsy.com.